Hey guys, welcome back to the Boxing Daily Podcast, Live Stories. Today's episode is going to be crazy and very interesting. So let's get into it. Today's episode is about Edwin Valero. Edwin Valero was born in Valero Alto, a tiny village in Merida, Venezuela, on December the 3rd, 1981. He was a Venezuelan professional boxer who competed from 2002 to 2010. He was undefeated. He was an undefeated former world champion in two weight classes, having held the WBA Super Featherweight title from 2006 to 2008 and the WBC lightweight title from 2009 to February 2010. Southpaw known for his highly aggressive fighting style and exceptional punching power, Valero remains the only champion in a 30-year history of the WBC to win every fight in his career by knockout. In 2010, Valero committed suicide in jail after being arrested on suspicion of killing his wife, Jennifer Valero. Edwin Valero's early life. His upbringing was full of immense struggle and poverty. Money was so low that Valero his two pe- and his two parents and four sibling- siblings had to share just two bedrooms in the family home. His father abandoned him when he was a young when he was young after his parents split up and by the age of 9 Valero was forced to drop out of school. He spent most of his days helping his mom, a dishwasher, earn extra money by picking and selling fruit at a bus station in El Vigia. The family struggled, barely having enough to eat. It was at twelve that he was he left he was left homeless, living on some of the roughest streets on the planet. When Valero got a job at a bicycle shop, the owner was a former boxer. He was encouraged he encouraged Valero to get into boxing rather than not be able to pay for the rather than not be able to pay for the travel. Valero looked to move into the boxing gym under the supervision of Oscar Ortega. It would be his home for the next eight years. During his early life, he was involved in gang violence and heavy drug use. His mother is said to have told reporters that the circle of friends he ran with, and I quote, robbed and killed people, and that he was the only one out of the 30 to live to see his 20th birthday. Valero described his childhood as like being born in the seventh circle of hell, and said on several occasions during interviews, that he was deprived of a normal upbringing. Speaking years later about his aggressive fighting style, where he would yell and hiss at his opponents as he threw punches, he said, there is something inside me that I have to unleash on someone. Perhaps it's anger, hatred, I feel at having been denied a childhood. His work ethic was always talked about, and it began as youth as a youth when he would train daily with Ortega. 
if he was a star amateur winning three national championships, he only narrowly missed out on going to the 2000 Sydney Olympics when losing to future IBF featherweight champion Valdemir Pereira by five points at the Mericas trials final in Argentina. Edwin Valero signed with Golden Boy Promotions, hoping to secure a big matchup in the USA. However, this didn't materialize, as in 2004, in late January, Edwin Valero got banned in the USA, as he failed a pre-fight physical. The examination by the New York State Athletic Commission revealed Valero had suffered some brain trauma. The commission's medical policy in these cases recommends the denial of box of a boxing license in the state and indefinite medical suspension. The suspension was backed by the Association of Boxing Commissions, barring Valero from fighting in the USA. They think the head trauma could be from a motorcycle accident that he had before taking the test as it made him angry a lot after the accident. The peak of Edwin Valero's career, winning world titles. In August 2006, Valero announced himself on the world stage by stopping Vicente Mos- Mosquera in Panama to claim the WBA super featherweight be- um, belt. He continued his dominance with four defences of his title against Michael Lizada, Nobuhito Honmu and Zaid Zavaleta and Takehiro Shimada before stepping up a division to lightweight. Valero fought Colombia's Antonio Pitalua for the vacant WBC title and demolished him in just two rounds to win a world title in the second weight in a second weight division. Twenty-five fights, twenty-five wins, all by knockout, the wild South American was ready to become boxing's next superstar. He established his perfect record to twenty-seven wins with stoppage victories in all victories over Hector Velasquez. Velazquez and Antonio DiMarco, who would go down as the best name on his record. Valero had, a, had to weather a storm and overcome a horrific cut to the eye to defeat the highly rated DiMarco. The world was at his feet and the super fight with Manny Pacquiao was in the works. There had been a clamour to see these two patriotic tough men go to war and Bob Arum's eyes would light up at the mere mention of it. Valero was mentioned as an honourable mention alongside the alongside Gennady Glovkin in the ring's top, te- top 100 punchers of all time. Edwin Valero was powerful, explosive and a knockout artist, and due to this, He's mentioned as an honourable mention alongside Gennady Golovkin 
in the ring's top 100 punchers of all time. Leading up to the murder of Edwin Valero's wife, everything was going so well for Valero. He was knocking everyone out. He was Venezuela's hero. It seemed everything was well with a sporting wife ringside at his fights. However, it wasn't as it was seemed, as his personal life was in ruins. On 25th of March 2010, Valero was accused of assault. This, this was by his wife, who was, who was sent to hospital for bruises and a damaged lung. Valera denied any wrongdoing, stating his wife stumbled from a stairway. But investigators doubted him. His wife later told authorities that her injuries were caused by an accident on some stairs. Despite the fact that she had been treated for similar injuries twice before at the hospital, because of the vicious personality Valero showed at the hospital where his wife was being treated, Valero sent for six months to a psychiatric rehab. On 18th of April 2010, Valero was arrested after police found the body of his 24-year-old wife, Jennifer Carolina Vieira de Valero, in a hotel in the city of Valencia, Carabobo. She has been stabbed three times. Valero was considered a suspect and was taken to jail. Valero allegedly admitted to the hotel staff and security and the police that he had murdered his wife. He admitted to killing his wife on Sunday night in April 2010. Edwin Valero descended the stairs and walked across the hotel lobby where he was staying in Valencia Carabobo and allegedly whispered into the ears of a security guard that he just had murdered his wife. Moments later, Jennifer Valero was found by the hotel staff lifeless, laying on the bed of the hotel room in a pool of blood with three stab wounds. Drug abuse and mental health issues played a key part in the suspicion of killing his wife, Jennifer. He was, he was said to have been diagnosed with schizophrenia in the months leading up to his wife's death. Those who had dealings with him had noticed his behaviour had gotten strange and that things weren't quite right. Legendary boxer promoter, boxing promoter Bob Arum said years later that Valero become, and I quote, totally erratic and that he didn't seem normal. Also, the Venezuelan's boxer's former promoter Akiro Honda admitted that Valero had a real substance abuse problems. It was believed that he tro his troubled childhood 
substance abuse and his previous brain injury were the main factors towards his violent tendencies and increased paranoia. In the hours before Jennifer's death, Valero had even asked staff to check under the bed to make sure no one was hiding in his room. The day after, Valero had allegedly murdered his wife. He hanged himself by his trousers in the police in his police cell with a picture of his family stuffed in his mouth. He was pronounced legally dead at 1.30am. His death was officially ruled to be a suicide, though there has been some scepticism about that ruling. Despite his rest on suspicion of murder, news of the troubled fighter's death was greeted with great sorrow across Venezuela. Valero was seen as a Diego Maradona type figure of boxing and there was a real urge for him to fulfill his greatness. The Venezuelans were left devastated as the hero had just died. However, when he died, he was treated as a monster, this crazy guy in US. Whereas in Venezuela, it was a tragic scene as it was the downfall of their sporting hero. hope you guys enjoyed the podcast this has been your host pam on the boxing daily podcast live stories tune in next time when i tell another story of your favorite fire thank you for listening guys and girls bye